0: Hello, welcome back to the TNC podcast. I hope you're all well. I'm delighted to be able to welcome today former Norwich City player Matt Jarvis. Matt, how are you doing, mate? I'm very well. Good. Thank you, thank you for welcoming into your. Is this your man cave? Is that what it's called? <laughs> uh, Cinema room. Yes, route? I
1: suppose that. Yeah, I think it'll be taken over soon by my little one. But uh, for the moment, it is the man cave. Yeah.
0: Good. Congratulations on the news. The second child coming on the way. Yes. That's thank keep you. Busy. It's, it's, it certainly
1: will. Yeah. You know, one's. Uh, One's uh, fun enough, but uh, two will be very entertaining. Good.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to kind of take things right back to the start. It's been a, a long and a successful career. Started out with Gillingham. I saw the little post around there of uh, you and your Gillingham days. Fresh face, Jarvis. Yeah, I know. Um, how did football come about for you? Because I know for most young lads, it's the dream. Yeah. I know for me, I, I still think I can make it a pro. If you watch me play, you'll probably tell yeah, me I'll, otherwise. I'll wait, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait to say. <laughs> but... At what age did you think yeah I got a chance here?
1: Um for me, like during school I I I did everything at school. Um I did football, swimming, athletics, cross country, mm. you know, I, I did everything and I loved it, absolutely loved it. Um and to be to be fair, I was I was quite good at it. I was sorry champion swimming. Really? Athletics. Swimmer. Yeah, didn't think that. Yeah, I know the height, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, but yeah, fifty metres breaststroke and hundred breaststroke was my Okay. Was my main thing. But, um. Surrey champ. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. So I did swimming, I did athletics. I, I mm. used to do the, um, 1500 and the 800. Okay. Asked me why I didn't do the sprints. So yeah. I've got no idea. Okay. <laughs> but I used to love it. And then I used to do cross country. Right. So I used to, like, uh, be sorry, champion swimming, athletics, and cross country.
0: You were bossing it.
1: Which <laughs> I loved. And every night of the week, you know, I used to be doing football. Some days I used to be doing football and swimming, then athletics. Yeah. Mm. Every Monday to Sunday. You know, Sunday I used to turn up do a, a football game, go straight to an athletics meet, then swimming in the evening, you know right. stuff like that. it was ridiculous, but I absolutely loved it, so at some point it had to be you know what was I going to do and for game, me it was yeah. always there was no doubt in my mind it was always going to be football yeah I, I loved it and um at the time I was playing for millwall, yeah, would you believe i was um I was there for my i don't know about um just about six years okay uh, and then right up till trying to get a, a youth team contract mm-hmm. um I got released. Um, At what age is this? So that's sixteen. Okay. Yes. having, yeah, been, 16, there having been there for I've been there for ten. Yeah. Uh, from when I was ten. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, so got that released. That must have hit hard. It. Do you know what it, it? It was. Um, it was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, you know, something you always wanted to do, uh, and then you get to that youth team contract, and then I got told no, um, not good enough. Um, yeah, all the best sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, it did hit me hard. Mm. Um, because you that's then start, what you've been working towards yeah, the whole of your yeah. life. Yeah, and you start thinking, yeah, you know, am I good enough? Should I do other things? Should I do that? And for a split second, I started to think like that. But then straight away um, a guy called Bernie Dillon called me up, who was a Gillingham Scout, got me straight in. Mm. Said, you know, He was like, there's a game. Like I got told on the Saturday, he said, there's a game um, tomorrow. Like uh, Wolves versus Gillingham. Okay. Uh, sorry, Wolves Millwall versus Gillingham. Right. Um, come and play in it, and we said we can have a look. And I said no. At the time, I was just like no, so I didn't play in it. Okay. And then he was like, oh, come on, come the next week. You know, come to training. And two of the other players that I'd been with at Millwall had gone, so they were like, oh, come over, and train with them. And then I did in the end. I went over and I trained, and I you know I really enjoyed it. He yeah. was great. He got me in, but I I went on trial. Uh, Played quite a few games, and for me, I I was terrible. Really? I was, yeah, my confidence had been knocked. Right. Like everything. I I wasn't very good. Yeah, I wasn't. Luckily for me, um, they took a chance and they offered me a youth team contract. I see. Uh, So it's like two year YT. No, sorry, it's a three year YT. So um, back then, it's all changed. (laughs) Um, And uh, as soon as I signed, that first year yeah. as a youth team it just something just twitch, uh, switched okay. with me I was everything yeah. yeah confidence like everything Yeah, you know, I uh, I just I really enjoyed it and I did really well and by the end of the first year I was like I think I was like nearly top I think I was top scorer in the youth yeah. team I was you know it was going really well I was playing reserve team football Um, at start of pre-season the second year I went on tour with the first team bloody hell what was that uh, like amazing yeah brilliant I uh, went to La two I think it was, um, scored in pre-season in my first game, yeah. uh, and it was just great, because yeah. at the time, uh, Gillingham were in the Championship, we had some really good like yeah, players, and Andy Heston-Tyler was the manager, um, Paul Shaw yeah. was playing, you had Paul Smith, you had, oh, I mean, the names People were, to look up to yeah, as well at that Yeah, actually. and they were all really good guys, like they would you know, help you out in training. I mean, they would give you a kick if you were taking the mick out of them. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. But it was it was great. And um and, and I stayed with them then. After pre-season, I sort of stayed. And then I made my debut at 17 against Sunderland at home. Wow. I come on as a sub. Um, We were 3-0 down uh, and got battered, Whoops. really. Yeah. But I come on last 25, 30 minutes, and it was amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing.
0: As a young lad, I think it's so tough to make it to the top yeah. in football isn't it yeah. where's your confidence out of that stage because you obviously know you've got a bit of ability but when you get released from Millwall you, and, you, and you're down here yeah. to then go to making a, a championship appearance yeah. within a couple of years yeah it's about a year, under a year and a half I mean how yeah. is that how are you coping with that because it's <laughs> such change isn't it
1: yeah um, for me I moved out so I when, I when I went to Gillingham I moved I went into Diggs yeah. uh, so I moved out of home uh, when I was sixteen, you know, went lived. Um, so actually, funny enough, uh, my digs lady was Ryan Bertrand's. Really? Mom. Yeah. So I lived with Ryan for three years. Wow. Yeah. And how old was Ryan at that point? Uh, well, I don't know. He's a few years younger than me. Yeah. Really? I don't know. But he was at Gillingham as well. I see. So I, he, she was my digs lady for, for nice three ladies. years. Yeah. Lovely, <laughs> yeah. lovely family. Um, and there was two other players, um, that were living with me as well. Uh, Leon Solomon and Ashley Carew were okay. both still in contact. With yeesh yeah 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 i still keep an eye and see what they're 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 up to good um but uh it sort of it was great for me Mm. i think because then i just literally dived into football and that that was it you know Mm. you were in early because you got we got a lift in by the youth team manager okay uh, because none of us could drive (laughs) and then so we and we had to stay late until the youth team manager had finished i see so so, yeah to get lift home so we we literally went in early trained Uh, You know, at that point you had to do all the jobs, you had to clean change rooms, clean boots, clean everything. And then we used to then just be hanging around. So Mm. we used to then play two-touch, play against, you know, whatever we tried to do. So um, I just went full into football. Mm. And it it sort of, you you grow up very quickly. You... You're practising every day and then you're watching. And sometimes, you know, it's one of them like uh, you train next to the first team. First team, we're like, a man gets injured or something. Right, we need another body. They'll go, right, oh, yep. you come over. So I would like, yeah, they take it in turns a little bit. But if mm. you get put over, you're, you're in. We're training with yeah. the first team. Like, you're like, it's buzzing. You're yeah. trying to do everything. So, so is you've, it, got that ap- you've got that appetite to go and train with them. And then they're in a championship. You're seeing them play on a Saturday because you've got to do jobs at the game. Yeah. So you get that you're like, oh, I want to be
0: in that first team. I think with youth comes a slight edge of fearlessness, doesn't it? Definitely. And so, say when you're a youngster tra- training with the with the youth team or the reserves. Yeah. And the the first team manager goes, "Come on, mate, you're in." Yeah. Is it like, "Oh shit, I've got to prove myself." I'm nervous, or is it, "Right, I'm going to prove a point." <sighs>
1: probably a bit of both but you yeah. don't have enough time to, to okay. think about it you're literally right going. you've got to run straight over and you're straight into it and you're just you' are you are nervous that running over you're like oh my god I don't like that. but you' you're straight into your football you know you've done this for yeah. years already you straighten in you try and do the right things you don't try and give the ball away you know that sort of thing it's it is uh, it, it does make you grow up and it makes you realize how hard it is mm. because then you give the ball away and you've got a teammate going oi, yeah don't give that away and back then you got, you got <laughs> told, so it was like right. You you were like right, okay. You know, keep it simple. Yeah. Give it go. You
0: know, stay with the runners. That's you know one of I the big for things a, for an attacking player like you though. There's the risk of going into your shell a bit.
1: Definitely, I felt like that. Um, like I said, when I was um, on trial, yeah. I think because my confidence has been knocked so much when I was at Millwall and getting released and mm. that sort of thing, I then did go into my shell a yeah. bit. I didn't do the things that I usually do because you. You're, you're you're fearful of making a mistake, which yeah. in in my position, you're going to make loads of mistakes, but you'll do two or three good things and you could create two or three goals or score yeah. goals. So it's, you've, you've got to do them mm. things, but as a fear factor and a bit like, oh, I don't, don't do that. I don't want to do that because I don't want to give the ball away or mm. I don't want to have a shot because I could pass to someone else. It's that side of things.
0: Definitely. So four years at Gillingham. Yeah. Successful years at Gillingham. Then comes Wolves. Yeah. Now I think this is probably, and please do tell me if I'm wrong, but your name gets on the map. People start to know about Matt Jarvis, what you're all about. Yeah. What's that move like? Because that's a massive club to go to. Yeah. Uh,
1: it was. It was one that when I was at Gillingham, I, I sort of um, I didn't sign a new deal, so I let my contract run out. Um, um, not because I didn't like the club. I absolutely loved my time at Gillingham. Mm. It was amazing. Uh, uh, it just I. I wanted to to play a high level. Mm. Um, I felt I'd given enough to, to maybe warrant going. Yeah. And, um, you know, I got the opportunity. I remember I I, I remember I was going on holiday. It was in the summer. I was going on holiday with my mates um, and to went Marbella, to actually. <laughs> it's the first time I went, went to Marbella. And um, it all booked. it was all booked. Uh, I had my bag packed. I was going out with the front door, me going to the airport with them. And I got a call from my agent saying, uh, you're going to Portugal tomorrow to meet Mick McCarthy. And I was like, uh, but I'm just going to the... Airport. And I was like, yeah, fine. So yeah. I said to my mates, like, sorry, like, I'll meet you out there. Like, You go, I've got yeah. to go. So they all went. I uh, Next day, I got a flight out in the morning on my own. Met, Flew out to Portugal, met my agent, met Mick McCarthy. Um, had a great meeting with him, chatting about everything, telling him... He was telling me what he wants, yeah. that sort of thing. I flew home that day. Next day, I went up to Wolves to meet uh, Dave Bowman to show me around Molyneux. Um, I, I then went on... Uh, no, I then, I then sort of pretty much in them sort of times, so I then signed. like yeah. signed. You wouldn't believe. I then was like, after I signed, I was like, oh, I've got to get to the airport because I'm going to go and meet my mates because we are on <laughs> holiday. Um You've already lost a chunk. I've already of last lost holiday a chunk of that holiday. holiday. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the club secretary, who I just signed, him, was on the same flight as me to no Spain. Way. Yeah. To, yeah. So I got a lift with him. I yeah. signed. I was buzzing. I was on my own. Yeah. I signed. I was buzzing. Got a lift with him, with his wife, to the airport. <laughs> then checked in, and then I kept on seeing him around. You know, like you're at the oh airport. My. I'm on my phone to my mates. Like, I've just signed. I'm coming out. Like, and then he was on the same flight as me. After the flight, I get my bags, I'm yeah. like, and then I still see him. I was like, oh, hi. and behaving. I was like running out to the car, and then straight out to meet my mates. It was it was amazing. And then, funny enough, um, like Stephen Ward was out there. I didn't actually see him, but all his mates we met. And he was like, oh, he plays for Wolves. I was like, oh, I've
0: just signed for Wolves. <laughs> Crazy. Ended up turning a, into a pretty expensive holiday then. Cancel it was flights, yeah, new yeah, exactly. But Mick, all worth it. Mick McCarthy he's almost turned into a bit of a Norwich cult hero after a few of the recent gatherings with Ipswich what was he like because amazing a very well established manager
1: amazing I can't speak highly of of Mick he was for me brilliant he he transformed I think really transformed me in in the sense that I you know I was I was a good player going there but he just tweaked and told me different things and where I should be what I should Mm. be doing the way I trained his, his his coach, his first team assistant, was Terry Connor, who was mm. fantastic with me. He took me out every morning. Well, not every morning, but most mornings after training, I was doing, like, practising, cutting inside, shooting, practising, going down line, crossing, different crosses. Just one, one-on-one Just with Just one on one-on-one wow. with T- Terry, with TC, yeah. Okay. And then I had, you know, the best fitness coach that I could have was Tony Daly. Okay. He was an England winger, yeah. played very similar to me on the left-hand side, right-footed, so he again was you know getting me doing my sprint training getting me doing agility work Mm. stuff in the gym giving me pointers of you know of of how what he did in his game to make me a better player which was
0: amazing i could not have asked for a better team around to to develop me as a player i'm really glad you've said that about me because i think the media have maybe portrayed him as a slight dinosaur when it comes to management and i think with what he did, at Ipswich on very limited resources took them into the playoffs. But he, he had to play a defensive style, Yeah. and I think people thought that attacking players were often just no, left not alone. at all. I
1: mean, you look at his budget. You say that with Ipswich. You look at the budget he had at Wolves. Yeah. It was incredibly low, yeah. uh, and he transformed it. And in our second season, we won the championships yeah. by, by, by miles. Unbelievable! <laughs> it was it was fantastic. And he was on the training pitch every single day, yeah. working. You know, so he. Do you like yeah. that from a manager? Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. I think um, it's, you know, it is different. But when the manager's there, no one's hiding. Yeah. No one can do anything because he's on. He's yeah. watching every single minute of every day. And he was, and he was shouting and screaming. And you know, that's what Mick was. But he was honest. That's the biggest thing you could say about him. Everything that he he did. If you were dropped on a Saturday, he'd bring you in on a Friday and tell you you were mm. dropped. he would do tell you reason. You might not agree with it. But he would be like, "That's fine," but that's the reason why yeah. you're not playing tomorrow. And surely and that's, you can't you can't argue with
0: that. Well, that's what you want as a footballer, right? Because there's a lot being said in and around you. Maybe you don't know quite what's going on at times. All no. you want is honesty.
1: Exactly. So he was he was brilliant, and I always I still speak to him. You know, Do you? Yeah. Yeah. How's he doing? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, yeah, living the dream. Yeah, but you know, he he was he was brilliant, and I, I always um, would thank him for for what he'd done for
0: me, definitely. And in that time at Wolves, am I right in saying this is when the England? Yep. I mean, as a young boy, that's all you dream of, right? I mean, it's it's, it's, it's up the there. Ghana, twenty eleven. There's the picture of you running down the wing. What a night that must have been!
1: Incredible. Like you yeah. said, it's a boyhood dream. Yeah. It's it's what everyone dreams about. Um I remember. I've got another i got another story. Uh I remember actually getting called up. Um we'd played um Villa, Villa Away. Okay. So it was a derby yeah. game. Uh Villa Away. Um I think it was an early kickoff. Um so I, I, I'd scored, we won one-nil, I scored a volley. Uh I, I was it was a, away at Villa. So I drove we came home back down south. Yeah. Um I was um went back to I was living in Guildford at the time, so okay. I was out yeah, I went out in Guildford. I saw a couple of, I saw um, Sam Vokes was out, and then he, he was out during the day, and then he was like, I've got to go, I've just been called up to the Worlds squad. Right. I was like, oh, brilliant, all the best. Yeah. He went, and then I then, um, I then went travel back up on the Sunday, back up to Wolves, because back in on the Monday. Yeah. So on the Sunday, me and my wife just got up, just got in the kitchen, and then I got a text message. And I was like, oh, and it was from the FA saying okay. you've been called up to England. And I was like, is that how it works? I, was I like, can't no. believe that's how it works. Yeah. I was like, no, that's, someone's pulling my leg yeah. here. Uh, and then about a minute late, two minutes later, I then got called saying, look, it's not, it's okay. not, it's not, uh, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. This is true. You've been called up to England. And I was just like, wow. And they said, oh, in about 15 minutes, it's going to come up on Sky Sports News. So if you want to tell like, your family or yeah. anything, and you need this, you need they a passport. Give much or time, no, no. I think maybe it was half an hour. I don't know. <laughs> okay. But... Um, so I was just like me and my wife were like, like yeah. "This is amazing!" Yeah. Like, so brilliant. So there I am. I'm calling. I called. I'm calling my mum and dad to tell them. Call my mum. No answer. Call my dad. No answer. Call the house phone. No answer. I'm calling my brother. Tell him. And I was like, "Have you? Where's your? Where's mum and dad? They're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Go try it." So I was like, right. Last last resort was where they used to live. They used to go to a restaurant um, just around the corner called the Raj Dute. So it was like, I was like, right, I'll try it. So I called the Raj Dute and I was like, oh, hi. I was like, is my mum and dad there? And they were like, yeah, yeah, they are. I was like, I was like okay, could you put them on, please? <laughs> so they went over. She got the phone. I was like, oh, I've just been called up. They were like, ah, oh, my it, was, it was
0: just, it was crazy. That's unbelievable. Yeah. It's It's a really interesting one because... The rise through your, the ranks is relatively quickly for you. Yeah. Did you get into that England squad and have a slight bit of, I think you call it imposter syndrome? I feel like did you think you deserved to be? Um. Uh. I've. Uh, yeah. I.
1: I played really well. Yeah. Um. But the, th- the the I say the problem is, in my position at that time, the talent that was in yeah. the Premier League was incredible. Yeah. You had Ashley Young, Stuart Downing, Theo Walcott, Aaron Lennon. You know all of these. It was just yeah. incredible. So I suppose I, I was playing really well. I just scored as well again. Mm. Um, so I just started to score a few more goals. I scored at the weekend yeah. derby game. It was on Sky. It was one of them. So uh, everything's just everything was right sort of right came into yeah. right. I think Walcott was injured. I think okay. so. There was a couple. Milner obviously was there as well. Yeah. Uh, so there was a couple of players that weren't quite. So I, I mean, I got in, and it was Capello. Was it? Yeah, and he was like, Oh, well, first when I went in, he goes, Oh, are you pleased you're going called up? I was like, yeah. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> of course I am. And he goes, Oh, like, the goal against Villa sort of. Right, I see. did icing on the take to get called up. I was like, Fantastic. Yeah. But um, it was just when John Terry got um, renamed as captain. I see. And he. He was, I have to say, he was he was brilliant. Yeah. As a, as a captain and as for a team, he was he was fantastic. Mm. And the first game was against Wales in the mm. qualifier. Uh, Good game. Yeah, I mean, Up against Boksie. Yeah, but I, I was I didn't I didn't get on. I didn't yeah. I didn't play on that game. But um, then then the then was a friendly against Ghana. Yeah. Uh, and a few of the lads that played in the qualifier had Champions League the next week. I see. So they didn't play in the friendly. Yeah. So then. A few of the others got a chance to play and terry messaged me in the morning of the game to say um you know you deserve to be here you know you've you know you've earned the right to be here go out enjoy it you know do your thing do what you're doing and i was just like that's unbelievable that's fantastic yeah as a as a man to 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 do that you know to to come out and just give me a message i know he was captain but yeah. he wasn't actually going to be there but it was Fantastic. So, what's
0: that whole kind of England setup like? Because whenever I'm watching it on the telly, I think there's there's so many moving elements, isn't it? Everyone's got their own story. Everyone's at their yeah, own club, doing differently, yeah, yeah. and then you're expected to go out and play in a cohesive manner. And it's yeah. like that's so. It that must be ver- so tough. It's very tough.
1: I think it's sort of slightly different now because Southgate's completely changed everything. Yeah. Um, but. At the time, it was like I, I I'd played against all of them, yeah. but I didn't really know any of them. So okay. it, it was like going back your first day of school yeah. a little bit. Like I'd go in and be like, oh, all right, I'm yeah, Matt. I, 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 I'm Matt. How you doing?" But obviously, I would played against them all loads, but hadn't really
0: had that sort of relationship. But it was it was it was really good. Yeah. yeah. So England ticked off yeah. at this point. Are you thinking I've achieved everything I wanted to?
1: Not at all. No? I think I remember as soon as I got back to Wolves, Mick pulled me and was like, "You know." Fantastic, brilliant. He said, But now you're a marked man. <laughs> he said, You're gonna to have to now develop again because yeah. you've sort of not been unknown, but you've been playing really well, no one's really taken that much of it. Now the fullback's gonna be yeah. like, right, England player, yeah. you're gonna have it today. Mm. So I then had to sort of try and manoeuvre my game a little bit, run away to come short, come short. Like all the basics, but actually try and then get into positions where they weren't gonna pick me up, have to make them make a decision. Yeah. It it got a little bit more complicated more difficult yeah. to then
0: do what i was doing before but that makes you a better player mm. so the evolution continues yeah. then comes west ham yeah that's another massive move isn't it am i right in saying you were the record signing for yes a, for a bit of time yes i was yeah that's pressure
1: straight it, off the bat it certainly was yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i think i mean everyone knows how big west ham is yeah. as a club but i think you don't realize until yeah. you're in it like i i signed i um I was in Canary Wharf, signed everything, mm. uh, and then it was just like, wow, everyone mm. that's come out of the woodwork is a West Ham yeah. fan, and it was just so much. A lot it of was press just as well, yeah. But it was it was brilliant. I loved it. Um, I remember coming straight into I I'd just signed. I walk around the training ground and uh, Big Sam was doing his meeting yeah. for they had a game, I think, um, or no, they they're just training or reviewing the game before, and I remember just going in and he'd come out of the meeting just to meet me because I'd just signed. So he'd come out and say, and he'd come out the door and he's then like, stood up and he's massive. <laughs> and you're like, wow, I didn't yeah. realise he was that big. And then he's like, oh, Javo. Like, yeah. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. brilliant, right? It's all done, great.
0: And he was like, right, see you tomorrow. And you're like, okay, great. Unbelievable. And then that was it. What's that dynamic walk like walking into a dressing room? Because they all know that you're the record site. Yeah. Again, I
1: didn't really know anyone
0: yeah as well so is that better is that worse
1: um i think it's i i was for me i would say it's worse because you then got to sort of find your feet a little bit whereas if you know someone you're straight in you're chatting away it's all fine but they were again they were brilliant um uh, great great group of lads yeah um and then straight after i signed a few about a few weeks later and then andy came on alone. loan and it was just like, wow, this yeah. is going to be great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, perfect. I, the, I at that time for the last two seasons, or that season, the season before, and that first season, most time, I had the most uh, crosses in yeah. Europe, most successful crosses in Europe, uh, chances created. Yeah, and Andy had the most. Headers really, uh, yeah. And it was like, well, this is a dream. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so was
0: that because you knew your role? You were gonna, you know, hit the flanks. You were gonna whip balls in. Yeah. Big, and was that was that always Big Sam's plan? Yeah. Yeah.
1: He, you, everyone on the team knew their role yeah. in the, their job in the team. Yeah. You know, he was very much right. Um, he. I say he's like he's an old school manager mm. with all of the new technology okay. he was the first person that I would like but you'd massively into statistics you really? Use, yeah like we'd have a massive meeting every like before every game or he would break it up into like um, so sort of like 8 games okay right? and so you'd like right first 8 games we need this many points to get you know we we would do a big meeting before the start of the season yeah. right to finish We our goal was first year back in the Premier League was to finish 10th okay. so average over the last eight, ten years, you need this many points. Mm. That means you need this many goals, this many uh, goals conceded, this many wins, this many draws, you know, everything down to where, statistically, where you would score your goals if your cross was coming in where you need to be. You know, far post, the Pomo, he used to say. (laughs) Uh, uh, And so, everyone knew where they had to be. So, for me, it was great. I used to, they used to like, do, you know, do little bits, get wide, get crosses in.
0: Mm. Brilliant. It was Great, and in that time as well, Premier League West Ham Player of the Season, I think. No, I, not uh, fans' Player yeah. of the Season. I can't. Remember. I actually can't remember. You might have done. Yeah. Might be right. I might have. Yeah. But at that point, are you thinking everything's just going too well? Uh, not really. I, I, I
1: never count my chickens. I never. I never look at it like that because you don't have time. No. You have one good game. You then play on a Tuesday. You have an average game. You're thinking about the average game. You've got to then get to the Saturday game yeah. to prove it wrong. Yeah, you know, and then you you you're on the conveyor belt. You're, yeah. you're onto the next thing. You never get a chance to like even with England, you never get a chance to go. I've done it. That was amazing. Yeah. You're like straight back in another game, and you're just that's it.
0: Yeah, it's a like, you know you're just onto the next thing the whole time. And I suppose that's the sacrifice of success, right? Because yeah. you're constantly looking ahead. You're constantly thinking, what do I do differently? Yeah. But I suppose now you've had a few months of just. A bit more settled. I know you've got a lot going on, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but can I mean just sitting in this room and it's like the sh- you must look sit down here and be like, I'm really proud of what I've done.
1: I've always said like I, once I'm finished, I'll sit back and be like, yeah, I, yeah. I've I've had a really good career. Yeah. I've, I've made the dream. I played for England. I've yeah you know, I played for some fantastic clubs. Yeah. I've played however many games, scored how I many. Played in the Premier League for nine eight years. Yeah. You know but I'm not finished yet like I don't want to sit and look back yeah. I'm still on to the next until I can't yeah and then or I'm I've decided that's enough then I'll sit back and go like yeah. so you've
0: never th- looked at it and thought it's a it's a shame that I've not been able to fully appreciate like an English no color?
1: no don't get me wrong there is I do feel like I maybe could have but this is just the way I yeah. am I think like I didn't want to be like yeah. You know, yeah, sit back, let's go and enjoy. Do this, I was always like, no, I, I, need, to, I need to eat the right things, I need to drink the right things, yeah. I need to, you know, not be going out, I need to be, you know, that side of things. I think at West Ham, especially because of, I think, maybe the pressure, maybe because this just I was living in and around London. Mm. Um, if we had a bad game on a Saturday, you know, I wouldn't go out, mm. I wouldn't be seen out, you know, because of the because fans of everything, or? yeah, because of right. everything, you'd be like. How can you go out and have a good time when you've just lost on Saturday? Right. That was the, you know. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I didn't want to put myself in a position that, you know, I'd be out. You know, maybe I'd had a glass of wine at dinner with my wife or yeah. or out with some friends. You know, why am I not allowed to do that? Yeah. I, I am, but I wouldn't. Didn't want to put myself in that position. So maybe at that side of things, I maybe didn't do enough or appreciate maybe going out and enjoying myself yeah. as much as I possibly could have. Mm. But. For me, it was all about making sure that
0: I was doing everything possible to be the best footballer. So, Big Sam, fantastic manager to work under. In comes Slav and Bilic. And I suppose that was the start of the end for your time at West Ham. How do you look back at your days at a massive football club?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. Um, for me, it was just, I suppose, it a little bit disappointing at the end that I didn't play, maybe get enough game time as I would have liked. Yeah. Uh, towards the end I can't complain about the first three years um, but uh, nothing against Slavan he was he was great mm. I, uh, I you've worked on some big names haven't yeah, you yeah like just looking yeah. back
0: at the past few
1: years yeah um, but we were we had Europa League for West Ham yeah. and because um, the season before I hadn't quite played as much as I would have liked I got called in early to then play the Europa League qualifiers because okay. it was quite early yeah uh, so I come in. I played them. We we got through. Got through to the next round. And then, uh, then everyone sort of came back. And then started the season. I think we played Arsenal away. First game, uh, we, won. Yourself in. we won. We <laughs> won. Brilliant. Um, I uh, played the last. I came on. I played the last like half an hour, thirty-five minutes. Second game, uh, played the last half an hour. Mm. Third game, fourth game. I came on in every game. Yeah. I think it was like I think the fifth maybe. I didn't didn't quite. I think I just was on the bench. Didn't come on or something like that and then it was the last day of the transfer window I'm sat at home like everyone else watching the transfer window and then I get a call to say look Norwich have come in Um, want to take you on loan for the season like what are your thoughts Mm. and I was like I was like do you know what I don't want to do what I did the season before I felt like I'd been on the bench sort of every week played Mm. maybe 10 uh, 12 Games, like, and I was like, I I can't do that. I just want to play football. I'd worked so hard the Mm. year before, like, I, me and Joey O'Brien, we'd after every game, we'd be then out running on the pitch. You know, it's demoralising sometimes, Mm. but kept myself in great condition, and I'd played in every game, pretty much the start of the season under Slavan, and I'd spoke to him, and he he said like he doesn't want me to go, he wants me to stay, Um, and because I'd played in every game, yeah, but he was like, I can't guarantee that you're gonna play, you might get like the 30 minutes, 25 minutes at Mm. the end of games, but I can't guarantee you're going to play. They just brought in Payette, they had Lanzini, you know, it was, so I made the decision, I spoke to Alex Neal, and um, I was, after speaking to him and everything, I thought, you know what, it's a really good opportunity for me to go and play some games and really enjoy it.
0: So, there I was. I can tell from your voice, and just, I've only sort of been in your company for about an hour, but there's a real burning fire in your belly that you just really love football you want to play football yeah. you're at a Premier League club you yeah. might you, you've had a great Europa League campaign yeah. you I
1: had two years left at worst yeah
0: York. I mean you could have quite easily sat yeah. there had a very comfortable life played 15 games a season yeah. but you thought no I want a new challenge I want to move to Norwich out in the sticks <laughs> was that always the case for you was it like I just really desperately want yeah. a new I challenge yeah I mean
1: for, for me like um at the time no kids yeah me, it was just me and my wife we were like we had no sort of ties although yeah. we had you know we'd had a house at, down south a home um but has this always been home yeah 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 i mean i i i was grew up in Guildford, yeah. so I'm not far from yeah. the corner so it was like that was always that was always going to be home but you know it was my you know footballer's career mm. is very short mm. so to, to it was only a, a season loan yeah. there was nothing yeah, it was in it fair. for um to buy or anything so it was like it's a season loan mm. i need to go and play football and yeah. my wife was fully yeah f- behind it i mean she knows you know we've got a thing upstairs saying um sort of like uh something about marriage um, your your marriage is, a, is the football season's <laughs> over like, it's, it but it is like that yeah. it's um football was that was it yeah. so we were like yep Signed, sealed, delivered, I uh, done all the paperwork, as another funny thing, I was around my next door neighbour, because um, I don't have a, I didn't at the time, my printer wasn't working, my scanner wasn't working, so I had no thing, so I was, I was banging on the door next door to go around, go in, and I was like, can I use your computer, is your, fa- like, is your scanner working yet, so I was having to get, I literally got it in about 10 minutes before the window closed, so marriage might it.
0: not have signed you because your printer was Yeah,
1: broken. I didn't have a pen. I was driving around trying to find now I was like, <laughs> jumping back to my next door neighbour. You are joking. No, no, no. Because it was all agreed, done. Yeah. And then I was like, yep, I'll do it. Sign this paperwork. I went to do it on my house. And then the printer wasn't working. So I couldn't print it off to sign. I couldn't scan it. I was like, ah! I so it. I'd done it. Ten minutes. And then I had to wait. And then you get the extra two hours. Okay. So then I had to then get more paperwork done, signed. Signed all that. So that got to, I don't know what time it was. Probably about seven o'clock. Yeah. And then it was like, right, off you go, up to Norwich. Yeah. So I
0: got in up at Norwich about, a half, about 11 o'clock Blimey. that night and then straight in training the next day. And pre-season's already happened Done, at this yeah. point, hasn't it? And, yeah, yeah. and I can remember your debut was Bournemouth, wasn't it? Yeah, and it was yeah. a beautiful, that's a that's, that, a yeah. great celebration as well. Ah. It was a beautiful day and, and we had this exciting player in Matt Jarvis on the pitch and I was sat just behind that, actually, in the Barclay, just behind that goal. And you were attacking down my side I was near the corner flag and I thought this is just what we needed like we haven't had a player like this since probably Darren Huckerby in terms of just hits the flank and gets there and I was so excited and and you've obviously got it up centrepiece in 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 your in your man cave <laughs> were you excited at that point were you like it was here it, we it? As, as debuts
1: goes uh, at that point when I'd signed um I suppose because of the pre-season I had because of the plate I, I it was the best physical mm. like I'd, I, you know, position I'd be in. My VO two was seventy point nine or whatever it was. I'll I was take like, word, that's good. okay, <laughs> I was, I was in really yeah. good shape. Um, that game, as debuts go, can't yeah. get much better than that. We won three yeah. 0 scoring. It was brilliant. I played really well. Yeah. Uh, me and Robbie, uh, he was playing left yeah. back. We had a great understanding. Um, brilliant. Next game, West Brom West in, the game cup. in the cup, scoring the cup. Yeah. Things are flying. It's a great finish by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was not as good as the first one. No, but, okay. Uh, okay. but still, yeah, but I, I was I was buzzing. Yeah. It was amazing. Could not have dreamed of a better start to going somewhere. Again, didn't didn't really know anyone no. at the club. No. Uh, so going there, loved it.
0: Brilliant. And this was a really exciting time for the club as well, because we were starting yeah. to, you know, make some big signings, we'd just yeah. been promoted. Yeah. We were playing free-flowing football. Yeah, we're doing really well. Playing some some lovely stuff. And then for you, and I guess sadly, this might be what Norwich fans remember you by. I guess, yeah. and, and that's what we want to change, is the injuries start to come. Yeah. And had that always been a worry? Had there no. been recurring problems? I'd not had anything. Yeah. No. The
1: longest injury I'd had before this yeah. was I had uh, I think it was ten weeks okay. uh, with a hamstring injury when I was at first went to I think it was my second year at Wolves. Mm.
0: And it was a tackle with Yaya Toro that done it. Yeah, I mean, Bloody yeah. Yaya. I
1: mean, what, what am I doing, really? <laughs> like, I, I can't. Uh, just ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if it was about the eighth
0: game in. Yeah, it was something like that. early on, wasn't it? And I was. Because um, you'd
1: signed permanently now? Uh, no. Well, no, no you still no, alone, I hadn't. wasn't it? No, okay. no. So yeah. I. Um, yeah, so played all of the other games, done really well. We were playing really well yeah. as a team. Playing against Man City. Yeah. Played. We were playing really well yeah. at the time. I'd nearly scored just before. Yeah. Um, like, like Great game Feeling good We were nil-nil yep. Doing really well The ball just got played Just too far for me Who so made the
0: pass? I
1: don't want to say I'll get him in trouble
0: <laughs> Who was it? <laughs> <laughs> Go
1: on. It was Yusuf Malumbo oh,
0: <laughs>
1: Yusuf Malumbo nah, um, And um, <laughs> Yaya's slid in And I'd Not Gone to ground He'd gone to ground quite early So now I've gone to like side foot to mm-hmm. control him, but he as he slid in, he's knocked my ankle first, which opened my knee up, and then I've gone through on the challenge. And obviously he's a massive guy, yeah. uh, so I done my knee, and then the ball dropped, and then I smashed Sanya. I went into a second challenge, and then I carried on for about five minutes. Did you? Yeah. So you didn't? It wasn't uh, like, Oh, oh no, we stopped because well, yeah. I was. I, yeah. I sat down, and then physio come on, and was like testing, and they were like, I, went, I was like, come on, yeah, I'll okay. go. I'll just carry on, carry on. Yeah because I, I, was, I was flying yeah, I didn't want to stop so I carried on played another five minutes and I just remember I was running running up because we had a break and I sprinted to get up to up the play and I was fine I felt yeah I'm alright I'm sprinting mm. straight line broke down I stopped to come back and, as I, and I was like wow like no that's not right right and then I was going, it was about 43 minutes mm. on the clock. And I remember turning around to the, like, the bench and being like, oh, I'm struggling here. And mm-hmm. they were like, can you make it to half time? And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the side, like trying, trying not to move really. Yeah. Uh, got through the half time, I sat up, like, iced it. And then once you take the ice off, then that was it. It was yeah. like stiff, sore. Uh, it, was a, it was a bad day. Cause then we then drive, drove to the airport Flight was then cancelled, we then had to get the bus back, Um, stopped off at the services, I'm in a brace, game ready, I bought three DVDs for the coach, because it was going to be a (laughs) long long time, got back on the coach, put it on, about 20 seconds into it, everything cut out. No. So, it was just one of them, we sat
0: there just like that, on the coach, like, what was it, what, can you remember the score? I can't,
1: I can't remember the score now. I actually can't remember the score now. (laughs) Um, Um, So yeah, that, that was it, and it was just, it was a nightmare, um, I had the scans. They said it was a, a grade two deep fiber MCL. Fine. They said it would be about eight to 10 weeks. Fine. Did all of the rehab. Did everything. Got myself back. Back training. And I was like, it's, it's right. still not right. And I was like, oh, it just takes a bit of time. If anyone's done a medial, I don't know if you have. It does. It just hangs around for a okay. little bit. I was like, right, fine. No problem. So carried on. Played for the rest of the season. Was still really sore. Yeah. Every I was like, yeah, still sore, still sore. So I was having, uh, in international breaks, I was having uh, steroid injections yeah. to try and settle it down. Nothing really was happening. Um, in the summer, I then had PRP injections all through the summer to make sure it was right. Uh, come back pre season, done the first sort of week of pre season. And I I literally just couldn't kick the ball really? with my right foot. Every time i done it, killing yeah. me, killing me. And I was just like, I can't do it anymore, yeah. Like it's so sore. Yeah. And they were like, okay, fine. So I then went under the knife, uh, opened me up, and they were like, oh yeah, it's it's not really attached properly. Yeah. Like, so I had to have the surgery, Yeah. got myself back in the exact time that I was supposed to be back, got back, <laughs> back training, first training session, got it, come inside, shot, mm. and uh, <laughs> I got smashed well to be fair it wasn't, fair, it wasn't really, it really again, a smashed was it? it wasn't it was um it's actually ben Godfrey. was it but um he he didn't smash me i'd come inside shot and he blocked and sort of done it and okay. it ricocheted on my ankle and it whacked my ankle right back mm. and again i it was my first training session i just worked so hard to get yeah. myself back fit i was just like oh that's really sore and then mm-hmm. carried on i was like nah i'll carry on it's fine and then Obviously got sore and then had a scan. They said oh, I was just inflammation. So I was like, fine. So I just carried on training. Had another jab in it. International break, another jab in yeah. it. And then I was just like, do you know what? It's just so sore. Mm. And it was just it was then sort of like a trickle effect. I was just like going into training, training, and I was like, yeah, it's really sore. And they were like, But you're still training. And yeah. I was like, I know, but it's really sore. Yeah. And then one thing after I sort of got to the end of the season had more injections Mm. in the summer, come back pre-season. After again, about another week, I was like, no, this is really sore. Yeah. Um, Again, they went in for exploratory surgery, opened me up, and then, if you can imagine, cartilage is on the top, like that. So on the scan, it looks, everything's fine. When they went in, touched the cartilage, it all fell off, like that. But because on the scan, it had gone back, When you touch it, it all fell off. So I had two uh, osteochondral defects in my ankle. So I had to have microfracture on the thing. So I woke up going, "Oh, like it's like six weeks, four four to six weeks." And they were like, "Uh, "No," and I was like, "Yeah." So I, you know, really, I'd done year and a half Mm. of
0: training, playing Mm.
1: when both things weren't
0: right. It's really frustrating as a as a fan because we obviously. Remembered the, the debut and the goal against West Brom, and then it's like we didn't see you for ages, is it? And all we keep hearing is Matt Jarvis is out for another four weeks. He's yeah. out for another eight weeks. Yeah. For you, you're probably working harder than ever. Ah, oh, I mean, it's ridiculous.
1: Like, I mean, every single day. Yeah. And again, in this scenario, we I mentioned to you before. Like, I had my son, mm-hmm. um, so they they were sort of commuting. They were staying a bit more back home when I had a bit more help. I was trying, you know, I'm I'm missing out on my son growing up. So I, it was, you know, it's it's my job, but I love football, but I, you know, I'm missing my son son grow up because I'm putting in the hard work to get myself fit. I was, you ask anyone in and around a training round, you see me every single
0: day working Mm. to get myself fit. Mm. I read a quote from a piece, I think it was Talksport. You said, I'd cry, and there were just days when I'd be in pain every day. I couldn't walk; I'd just hurt. And I guess it gets to a stage where you might not be able to cook a football, but if you can't walk, you can't drive. Well, and you're like, I'm an I'm an elite athlete, and I can't do basics. Yeah, you I'm must it. just be tearing your hair out. Like, yeah,
1: it, it is. The, it was. You know, apart from my son, it was the it was the it was the worst time of my life for mm. sure. Um, I would, I would literally i i couldn't would, yeah, i couldn't walk yeah. without being pain in my yeah. ankle and um you know i i did break down a few times <laughs> but you know it's it's one of them that I was always just like it can't it, this is not gonna be it like i will i'll work harder mm-hmm. that was my thought process i'll just i'll work harder and I'll mm-hmm. get myself back and that that was the way it was gonna be but you know i remember um I went, uh, (laughs) I went, um, had to go down to see the specialist again just to sort of, basically we had another uh, scan where they put the iodine in and then it goes in to see if the microfracture had worked, to see if there's um, the, because you can't rebuild cartilage, you have to build like, uh, I I can't remember what it's called now, but um, they, it's sort of like your fibrous tissue that was what it is, so that's, it's basically, it's blood that's been dried and that's your cartilage, yeah. and they wanted to see whether it worked, and they came back, and they were like, you know, it's it's been a success. Mm. Oh no, sorry, they had the scan, and then they were doing the results, so that was on like a Thursday I had the scan, and then they were taking it away for, for a big conference with, with all of their, you know, the top people mm. to have a look at it over the weekend. So when I sp- spoke to the specialist, he was like, look, you know, this is sort of it. If it's not work, there's nothing we, we can really do for you. Mm. Yeah, you know, and I remember us in the physio, and they, they, the club were very good. They just went, look, just go and have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. Go with your family, yeah. Going, and, and I was just like, I remember going, me and my wife, we put, we booked um, to go stay somewhere up in in Suffolk actually, just for the weekend. Um, and I remember just being there and just being like, this is just trying to have a good time, but knowing that, you know, what what could be the case, it yeah. was a difficult very difficult weekend and just walking around like we're walking i couldn't walk downhill because as soon as i walked downhill i was getting a pain and it's not like ah it's all right it's a, pain. a pain and i was just yeah. like i can't actually walk down hill yeah you know, it's it's just ridiculous and my wife's saying like know, yeah, okay well you know you i'm thinking more of your you can't you're not gonna be able to run around and play no. with leo in the garden you know yeah. the, you're, you're f- further down the line you're gonna be mm. <laughs> you're gonna be in a bad way and I, I never once I, I say never once I, I'd never thought right I'm gonna retire because mm. I'd always think no I I'm I'm gonna get there I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and then but they came back on the Monday and were like okay look we've got the results um, the, the operation was a success there's loads of fibrous tissue that was good but you're still in pain mm. <laughs> so it was like what are you gonna yeah. do so yeah I just I carried on doing everything possible and it turned into about. I don't know about eight, nine months yeah. before it actually sort of turned a corner, mm. and then I uh, I got I got fit, and then I, as everyone sort of tells you that when you've come back from such a long time out, although I'd got myself fit, got a new injury, got myself fit, got a new injury because I everything was all on my right leg, yeah, so I had to build my quad back up, build my hamstring, glutes, calves, everything on that side because it. Yeah, sort of disappeared. Of course, yeah. From all the time I've gone, up. yeah. So I then picked up IT band friction syndrome because my mechanics had changed. Yeah. So then um, I had an op just to clear that up to get back from that, uh, and I got myself back fit. Um, and I was training every like every day with the lads, doing everything. And Daniel Farker was in now. Yeah. Uh, uh, played. Um, I was playing in the playing a twenty threes game. And then I picked up a groin injury. Yeah. Picked up like quite a little quad. These are all like you know seven days. But it's just it's demoralising. Yeah. You're working hard, doing everything in training, sprinting, crossing, shooting, doing everything. Yeah. And he gets one game, and then you just tweak a groin, and you're mm-hmm. like, they're like, it's all right. It's only seven days. You'll be fine. And I'm like, yeah, but I've yeah. I've just I've come long, I've yeah. come from you know two years. Yeah. And it's another seven days I was there yeah you know, I've worked so hard to get there, and I was there again, but you know I got myself fit I was training every day um and was was f- fit and was mm. doing well and then it got to January coming up to january and uh, my intention was never ever to go on loan i I was I, lo- I liked the way Daniel Parker was playing, I thought it would suit me perfectly yeah. he'd even told me that he he said it would suit me perfectly he mm. would like me it would be great for me to be in the in the team yeah um but then it was one of them that it was i think it was end, end of december so it's just coming up to christmas the team was flying yeah there was pretty much no injuries and, and i was like <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not even i'm not getting in the squad mm. i was like so, and then i got a uh, Taken in to see Stuart Weber, and he just said look also want to take you on loan I think it'd be good for you to go and get some games get yourself back into to playing um, and I, I sort of was like oh um, so that
0: comes a shock yeah, yeah. It, well, I mean
1: you look back now it's probably not a shock at all but for me I'd, I'd worked so hard yeah. with all the physios the fitness the all everyone there all the staff everyone um, and I was like oh I'm ready to get back and play for the for the first team uh, but then, you know, I was like, right, okay. So I had a, like a day to think about it at home and then um, went and spoke to the manager and I just sort of said, look, what are your thoughts? Because mm. if you're saying to me, you know, one thing and yeah. Stuart saying me another, I want to sort of know. Yeah. And to be fair, he he was brilliant. I always had a good relationship with, uh, with Daniel and um, he said to me, look, as a manager, I want you to stay. You know, you've got great experience. I love the way you are around the change room. You mm. work hard. You're a great you know, role model for them. Uh, but I can't guarantee yeah. that you're going to play. He said, so as a a person, he said, I, I think you need to go and play some games yeah. and get yourself back playing games, get your career back on, on track. Mm. And I was like, okay, Fair play. that's
0: fine. I will
1: go on loan, no problem.
0: Going back to them under 23 games and you were playing and you talked about you worked so hard you got back and then you got injured again it was really interesting following that from like a fan's perspective because i think there was stages of your injuries it was like first it was frustration because it's like we know what you can do and i'm sure it's (laughs) frustration for you throughout and then it was oh this is getting annoying now Mm. as harsh as that may sound but it's like we know we've got a good player we've signed you permanently It's happening again. And then you kind of go off the radar a bit and you're working hard and then you pick up an injury in training and then it almost turns into a joke, as harsh as that sounds. And then you get back into one of the 23s and it's like, we kind of know what's going to happen here. And it does happen. What was your... Because the fans don't really know what's going on. No,
1: there there wasn't no... I suppose... I think it's more, I suppose, the club sort of protecting me, I suppose. But there was nothing in the press about me for probably
0: about a year no were you They were how did you kind of deal with that time from a mental side of things because physical side of things is is one thing mentally you, you, you've suddenly you can't do what you love mm. and you've got fans on your back going what's going on how do you play that <laughs> it's very difficult like I said like for me I'm my biggest critic you
1: know, I don't need anyone to tell me you know what you know, if I played well, you know, if if I'm injured, you know, anything. I I, I know what my body's like. Yeah. I know how my body works, and it's de- like I said, it's demoralising. You're sat in the gym working hard, watching everyone else train. Yeah. You know, I you know I go to the games to watch and support the lads, but I hate it
0: because
1: mm. I'm watching the games, going, oh, I should That's be out right. there. I sh- I could be playing. Yeah. I could be helping the team, and I can't. And, it, and then I go there and everyone's like, "Oh, what are you doing? why are you injured? Why are you doing this?" And you're like, "You just don't understand like yeah. what I've don't get me wrong, it's the best job in the world, and I wouldn't change it and I don't feel sorry for me because it's you know it is the best yeah. job in the world. But people if you just come in and do one day of what I was doing, you would realize the work I, yeah. the amount of effort and desire. And you look at the picture, and that 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 emotion is is just amazing. Uh, And every single day, I would work Mm. to make sure that I could get myself back. And to just see like people messaging you on Twitter or Twitter, and and just battering you, and you're Mm. like, well, in the end, you just sort of just be like, Mm.
0: I suppose you're out of control, though, aren't you? Yeah, there's a lot of it. In life, if you can control something and it goes wrong, you're, you not, uh, you're not so bad with it because it's like, okay, that didn't go the way I wanted it to, but I can change it next time. Yeah. I think when, you, when you screw your ankle up, it's like, there's not really much I can do here. No, I, I didn't try, try and, back, and do it, you know. But your body's your body, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: You can only control the controllables. I think that was uh, yeah. Mick or Jodie Credit used to say that. I can't remember.
0: But How'd you look back on your time in Norwich? Um,
1: gutted disappointed because it was such an amazing start and like even now like I'm doing some of the commentary and I look yeah. and I'm like I'm I'm so pleased for them Yeah, I am yeah. like the club the supporters the staff the, the, the players all of the backroom staff as well you know including Kitchen you yeah. know everyone I'm so pleased for them but I look at it and I'm like I, I just I feel gutted yeah. that I'm not a part of it Because I know, I know, you know, I could have
0: easily been. I think this word is probably quite a strong emotion, but is it jealousy? Um, I don't think jealousy is always a. Yeah, uh, but
1: I think maybe, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Because, but the thing is, I've, I've been there and I've done it. Yeah. So I know what it's like and. That's because I've you know, I've been there for nine years and played there in the Premier League. Yeah. But I want to do it with that group of players mm. as well. Because you know, I've seen the work they've put in. Mm. I've I've you know, although maybe you've not been playing, I've tried to help them as a senior player mm. in the change rooms. I've helped them with gym, I've helped them with little bits that I could help, play, even with the Murphs, you know, give them little pointers, yeah. you know, Todddy. What a revelation right he's yeah. he's been this season. I mean, he done really well last season. But you know, just talking to him, Jamal, yeah. the same sort of thing. Ben,
0: I you see know, you, they, you. You really remind me of Russ in certain ways, yeah. and he took that role, didn't he? Kind yeah, of. he did. Do you take pride in that? That you were able. I mean, able the to thing help? is, I, you know,
1: yeah, yeah, I love helping people. You yeah, know, I am. I'm that sort of sort of person. I do like to do that. I don't want to be like, oh yeah, thank me for helping you. Yeah. they've they've done it. Yeah. I've not done anything. You know, they've put in all the hard grass. Toddy works hard. Jamal, they, they all work hard. Mm. Um, it's just giving little pointers. And, you know, I've been there and done it. So, I, if I can tell them what I've experienced, it might help them. It mm. might not. They might say, do you know what? He just did all that in my yeah. head. I didn't listen at all.
0: But I guess Fine. it's nice for, for someone like that, uh, Todd, to look at you and go they've seen your journey maybe they can take something from that and it's that pathway isn't it that yeah. vision and it's going yeah. I'm here now but yeah. I can get to where you were
1: yeah and they also you know Toddy when he was on loan last not last season the season before mm. uh, he'd come back he'd hurt his leg yeah, and he'd come right. back in and you know I was I was in me and Louis were, were in and um, you know you can see how hard we're working to get back yeah. and then he's working that hard we're yeah. in it's sort of like you're all in it together, you're mm. all getting yourself fit and then he goes back and you're trying to tell him like, look, like, you should look after yourself, try and do this. And he goes and done, and he, he, he was brilliant. And then he's come back, got himself back into the team and now he's doing absolutely fantastic.
0: If you were to give one message to the Norwich fans and this is a very keenly anticipated interview, what would it be? What about? What would your message to the Norwich fans be over the time you were there? If you could say to them, what you went through, if you could change anything i mean the thing is i I would love to say that i'd change
1: uh, that I would never go in for that tackle at Yaya Torre, because I don't think the, the it's all sort of been a knock on effect and it's been a it's a nightmare, but it's never once from lack of effort and desire to play for the club mm. i've i've worked i've made again. It's the best job in the world. I appreciate that. I've sacrificed my like watching my son grow up. I've been in pain for two years mm. of my life to to try and get myself back fit to play. Yeah. Not to sit there pick up wage like everyone said. You know, <laughs> I lived on my own. I stayed up there. I worked. I didn't go out. I went in every single day. Maybe maybe six seven day weeks. Yeah. Sometimes it was it was literally seven days. Other times you had the you had the Sunday off or for the Saturday, whatever it worked out. So all the time I was up there working. There's never once that I've been like, Do you know what? I don't care. Yeah. I've worked so hard for that club to get myself back fit, and I'm absolutely gutted that I could not have, you know, you know, stayed fit, I suppose, but get myself back and then show everyone what I started. Yeah. Cuz when I started and that first eight games or something was brilliant and yeah. that was me. That was the way I played. That was that was me. Mm. And I would have loved to have shown everyone what more what I could have done for that team and to be, you know, <laughs> I would like to think if I'd have done that I'd have been still be there now and been playing in the Premier League with everyone else. Yeah. Um but it wasn't to be. <laughs> Not for the lack of effort, but I uh, I, th- I thank everyone for the hard work and especially the the uh, the staff and the players, um, the fans, most of the fans, because it's not it wasn't all the fans. The, you no. know it's only you know, a small percentage. And I think but,
0: even the ones that maybe were giving you stick was through a, a very d- diverted route, but just wanting to see you out yeah, there. Yeah, and I fully appreciate that. And like I said, that
1: is the. It's the biggest thing for me is I wanted to be yeah. there. I you I'm sure you can tell I I did genuinely want to be there. I could not have you know put in any more effort to mm. to have got there. Um it's just unfortunate that, that it never happened and I I do re, I do regret well regret it is is it's not it's not the right word because it wasn't my fault. It's just I wish that I could have played more mm. for Norwich definitely.
0: What's next then? Because I'm still seeing lots of videos of you and gyms and dashing about and doing very hard looking exercises. You're doing yeah. lots of media work, Radio Norfolk and talk sport. Yeah. What is your burning desire now? Uh, still to play. Yeah.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's that's the that's the that's the biggest thing. Um, I am gonna be you know, I'm hoping to go in and, and find a club soon. Um I'm still training every day uh, I'm still still in good Nick I'm yeah, not injured <laughs> I uh, I um, I'm doing media work just you know to be involved I got an opportunity to, to to go to talk sport and then from that I've I've done BBC Radio Norfolk which has been great because I've been able to see the Norwich yeah, games yeah. which has been great um, I'm doing other bits and pieces I'm doing BT Sport next week um, pitch side for the Wolves Braga game Brilliant. which will be great yeah um nice to go back to molyneux yeah, as well uh, but you know for me this is brilliant to do all the media stuff and i've really enjoyed it because it's something different mm. it's a different sort of side of the football and i've i loved it and i really would like to keep that going but i'm playing mm-hmm. i want to play football yeah. that that is it you know that is what i'm that's my job that's what i've done that is the only thing i want to yeah. do so i will be hoping to sign
0: for a club very soon good Well, best of luck with it. Thank you so much for welcoming me into your lovely house. And uh, I hope it all goes well. Thank you. Thank you.